You are listening to Abroad, Holistic Leadership and Team Development. In the previous section, we talked about how important it is for the people that are supporting entrepreneurs to do this type of psychological and emotional development within themselves and how that can directly translate to supporting the entrepreneurs. Now, in this section, we want to talk about all of the amazing, there's been so many incredible people that have supported us in this particular work. But what we also find is that there's a lot of people that want to step in and do stuff about this, but they're facing some limitations that are important for us to acknowledge as an ecosystem. Okay, so for example, with venture capitalists, when raising money for a venture capital fund, the fund managers typically make agreements with their limited partners, their LPs, that two to 3% of the fund size will be used for management salaries, office space, and other operational expenses. So the real upside for VCs is the carry that they generate on the mergers, the acquisitions, and the IPOs. There are only a handful of funds out there that allocate two to 3% of their management fees for the benefit of entrepreneurs. So for example, when Andreessen Horowitz was founded, uh, all of their partners were already really wealthy. So what they did was they chose to take those two to 3% fees that they would normally use for salaries and office space and all that, and they allocated some of it to recruitment and PR and other services to support their entrepreneurs. And the hypothesis was that in doing so, they would attract the best deals and they would supersede those two or 3% management fees with better carries by getting the better deals. So this is a, you know, a great story, but also we want to honor that you know, not all venture capital funds or firms in the world can replicate this particular model. So when we talk with uh, venture capitalists and we mention these issues around entrepreneur mental and emotional health, uh, what we often get are quotes like, I certainly support the entrepreneur in taking care of themselves. If they need support, they can use the millions of capital we just gave them, but we can't pay for it out of our two or 3%. So the problem with this thinking is that investors often don't consider an entrepreneur's hesitancy uh, to admit that they need this psychological and emotional support and just how prevalent the scarcity mindsets are in entrepreneurship. Okay, so here's a story. So I was connecting with a founder recently uh, who had closed a $2 million seed financing round. So he and his team, they took our awareness assessment and it was clear that he was stuck in the spiral of entrepreneurial suffering. Uh, the results showed that his team was burning out, they weren't trusting each other, and uh, one of his people leaders expressed uh, concern uh, to our team. So we offered him a reasonably priced proposal to support his personal and team development, and he declined the offer. And so I got on a phone with him and I said, okay, and I, uh, during a follow-up call, we, we talked a little bit about what was going on, and he expressed his concern around financial resources. And that is when I discovered that he had $2 million in the bank. So in this case, the founder was unwilling to invest 1% of his funding, uh, even with clear scientific results that he and his team were experiencing some you know, mental, emotional, and team challenges. So with further questioning, um, what I discovered was that the year before, he went through a traumatic situation where he almost ran out of money. And I had a lot of empathy for his story because I've been in so many of those situations myself as an entrepreneur over the years. And the reason why I highlight this story is that another venture capitalist we spoke with, uh, he gave us a very interesting quote. And he said, for startup founders in the seed to series C range, $1 is like $10 to them. 95% of entrepreneurs will not properly invest 
in personal and team development that is not related to sales growth. Okay, so we see this echoed throughout the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Most of the accelerators at the early stage, their goal is to help that entrepreneur get product market fit, uh, to be able to build out the team, the strategy, get introduced to investors. And then we look at the entrepreneurs that are in the growth stages and they're under those intense pressure to be able to get to those 20% month over month or even 10% month over month growth. And so as the previous venture capitalist said, you know, our entrepreneurs are wound so tight, it seems like they could snap at any moment, right? So when entrepreneurs are in this place of scarcity and survival, um, like I said, any kind of money that's not being spent on sales growth or development, it seems like a really nice to have. And what happens is, is that they don't even realize they're so stuck in the cycle and they're so in the game um, and they're not so much aware of themselves that they can't even see all the challenges that they're having mentally and emotionally and how that directly impacts their organization. So no matter how well we paint the value proposition uh, to an early stage founder, when the human mind lives in scarcity and survival, it's very difficult for them to see outside of the tunnel of fear. And that's literally the way um, neuroscience shows us that fear works is that when we're in a place of fear or anxiety, literally our, our brain just shuts down looking at any kind of creative, innovative you know, type of possibilities and just focuses on the threat that's at hand. We go into tunnel vision. So it's important for investors to consider this when they assume that an entrepreneur will choose what is best for them and their mental and emotional health. It's first important to understand that the entrepreneurs are hesitant to admit that they even need this type of support to their investors. And of course, that's for good reason. They may need to go back to these investors again in the future for some additional capital. So ask yourself honestly as an investor, if an entrepreneur came to you and expressed some concerns around their mental and emotional health, would that impact your willingness to then fund them at a future round of investment? Okay, there might be some risk there, right? So, and then the other thing is too, is entrepreneurs, they become conditioned to act as if they're killing it or crushing it to instill confidence in their team, their investors, and the public at large. And this has the side effect of exacerbating the psychological suffering. So when the way that we're presenting ourselves to the outside world does not match our internal experience, we become out of alignment with ourselves, which creates more of the suffering. So top emotional intelligence experts, they talk about the importance of labeling our emotions and experiences. When we're feeling afraid and we simply say, I feel afraid right now, our body and nervous system relax. Alternatively, when we say we're crushing it and we're actually afraid and uncertain, this compounds the anxiety. So all of these patterns are kind of playing together like a symphony. And the results, the end result is that entrepreneurs become lonely behind the scenes. The venture capitalist is unaware of the suffering and budgets are not allocated for the proper support. And we found these similar budget challenges with accelerator programs, because just like entrepreneurs, many accelerators are struggling to stay alive. So as much as they want to include entrepreneurial well-being training in their curriculum, they don't have the financial resources and they're under the pressure to graduate their entrepreneurs as quickly as possible from their three-month program, because the whole model is built on graduating lots of entrepreneurs and hopefully some of these bets pay off and they get that return longer in the future. So the mistakes that accelerators typically make is they bring in volunteer junior coaches 
who are trying to get their first coaching clients. And those junior coaches are not skilled in the type of support that entrepreneurs need in this particular area. And so the effects of the interventions of those coaching are very minimal. The coaches will often come in and just play to the existing entrepreneurial mind that thinks all of their problems are due to product market fit or not having enough money. The entrepreneur thinks it's not about, it's about having not enough money, not enough support, and so forth. But what's really at the source of the issue is the psychological aspects of things that are preventing them from seeing the paths forward towards enhanced financing and so forth. So really important to understand. So now let's go into the next section where we talk about how limited partners, LPs, uh, that are backing these funds that support entrepreneurs can play a major role in addressing this particular epidemic. You've been listening to Abroad, holistic leadership and team development.